Festive greetings from the podcast team. We're all three of us together today. Welcome along. Well, there's nothing much to talk about, is there? No, as we're you know, I was racking my brains before we came in. Thinking, what are we going to talk about this week? Should we just not do one this week? No, we just have a bit of a, yeah. a few Christmas cracker jokes. Having said that, <laughs> a, lot has, ha- a lot has happened since we were last in this room. It yep. started to happen almost the moment we left the room last yep. week. Yep. Um, it would be useful. Let's just run down what has happened in the last week. Well, after, was it, a, a, a couple of, um, it's happening but not quite. Um, uh, um, it's delayed by 24 hours, It's etc, etc, etc. The thing finally happened. The takeover of Talk United went through on Tuesday afternoon. I think it was finally announced. About two o'clock-ish, wasn't it? Just Something in time like for that. deadline. Just well, in time just for deadline. Time. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Believe you me, that, that, that did nothing to lessen the tension <laughs> and, the, uh, and the pressure at this end <laughs> with, our dead, with our deadlines. Um, we even had an alternative back page, did we not? We Writ- did. Written and prepared. Um, That's professional. Uh, <laughs> cheers, thanks yes. very much. Um, uh, in case the, the, the actual thing wasn't, ha- hadn't been announced, but it duly was announced, and um, we managed to have a pretty good chat with Clark Osborne, the CEO of, of Gaming um, International. You're still, the, you have the distinction of being the, the only one of the local football reporters to have done so yet, David. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's um, worth saying that Clark Osborne, all the way through this process, has said he will not talk about a company he doesn't own. Yet once he owned it, he was happy to talk straight, straight away. Yes, yeah. exactly. And and he's been pilloried for that, isn't he? Not, not uh, uh, you know. Oh, why hasn't he done that? Why? Did he? And he's he has said you know uh, at odd times. You know, I'm sorry, I'm not commenting on talking about it until I own it. Yeah. And if you think about it. You know, somebody who's thinking of buying, I don't know, the town's leading estate agents, you wouldn't expect them to go in and start commenting on that estate agency before they actually owned it. And and, and I know we're talking about a town's football club here, and there's an awful lot of public interest, etc., etc., etc. But he came out, uh, uh, I, you know, he is very well aware of the feeling surrounding yeah. this whole uh, um, uh, uh, saga. I do think that quite a lot of the um, vitriol, I think, which is probably not too strong a, a word, and, and criticism of it, has been created by two things. One, the length of time it's taken to happen. In other words, we're talking 18 months, basically, mm-hmm. since the, new, this, the, yeah. the old board took over, with this agenda of finding new investment and moving the club forward. It's been a wretched 18 months since then, apart from the, you know, the few great escape weeks of last season. It's been pretty, you know... Uh, 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 it's it's not been a vintage time no, to be I'm a golf <laughs> There's not a lot to shout about no. that, that, in a positive manner. That's anyway. a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, um, things have, have staggered on over the last few months, and it's given everybody quite a lot of mm. vacuum of information and space to get angry and frustrated about, and people duly, duly have. Um, I do think that that, that that some of the vitriol of the criticism has been generated to a certain extent by not a huge amount of people, mm. some of them with personal axes to grind and, 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 and agendas uh, via social media. Because actually, when you get hold of people and run the real facts past people, and this obviously surfaced, Richard, I think we'll have a word to say about this in a minute, about the, the whole Chinese investor uh, situation. Yeah. Um, people tended to see things from a slightly different perspective when they actually sat down and, and, and you know, reconsidered the whole thing. Um, th- th- there's, you know, would people really have rather 
Talk United currently sat with a 10-point penalty of administration at the bottom of the table. Answer, no, no. they wouldn't. Uh, Gaming International have stepped in. Uh, uh, they've taken over the club, as they were going to be able to do on January the 31st anyway. Actually, if you think about it, it would have been quite easy for them to say, well, we'll take that 120,000 hit yeah. and walk away. Yeah. Um, they have never made, and I, I think Clark Osborne uh, deserves a certain bit of credit, it would have been very easy for him to come out when we spoke to him on Tuesday afternoon mm -hmm. and thrown a lot of oil on the waters, massaged a few egos and said, oh, no, uh, um, you know, we're not looking to move from Plainmore in the, next, in the foreseeable future, etc., etc., and lied his teeth off. No, he didn't. He actually said, yes, yeah. a, a, a eventual move to a new stadium is still part of, of what we have in mind for the long-term future of the club. Uh, and I think he, w he was being reasonably honest in saying that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, he's well aware, as we all are, of how emotional this, what an emotional subject this is, as I'm sure it was for all the Shrewsbury Town supporters when they left... Yeah. The old Gay Meadow, even even those of you who don't support Shrewsbury were sad when they left Gay Meadow. Place. What a great place that was. But does anybody seriously think that Shrewsbury Town, for instance, mm. are, are worse off now than they were From then? From the club's point of view, it's, it's, it's worked really well. For Absolutely. Them, um, and the whole point about moving Shrewsbury Town out to where they now are, which is on the sort of a outskirts of Shrewsbury, is that, is that the new meadow, as, it, as it's known, is slap bang next to the, by pure coincidence, to the town's uh, crematorium and, and main cemetery. Because so every single, <laughs> all right, I know Bar the Barton site is pretty close as well, um, but that immediately pulled in a, a, a five-day-a-week revenue stream yeah, of people. All the functions. All, yeah. all the functions. Yeah. And this sort of thing is, is, is all part of the mix, isn't it? So where do we go from here? What 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 do you see for the immediate future for Talking Eyes? Obviously, they've come in and they've given Kevin Nicholson their backing. Yes, they have. Um, quite prominently, Absolutely. quite early in the process. Quite early as well. in the process. Yeah. That's right. I mean, you know, the way Kevin had been talking, you know, over the previous sort of week or so, it sounded as if he was, you know, uh, worried big time about his job, um, and that was the impression that certainly he, he gave. Well, you know, um, Clark Osborne's come out and sort of backed him. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there will be some funds. Kevin, at his press conference today, hinted that he's hoping that there will be some funds, not loads, mm. which I don't think anybody would expect them to throw you know, uh, uh, buckets at it at this stage. They've clearly made uh, um, uh, it, it's, you know, their first aim is to stabilise the thing. Uh, you know, I personally think the first, the most important priority is to make sure we stay in this damn division yeah. uh, the, the, yeah. this, the, the, oh, this season. Yeah. Uh, and for that, I think Kevin Nicholson may well need to go out in January and get two or three players. Um, and I'm sure you know, there may be one or two going out. Who, who knows? We're, we're, we'll see. Uh, but that's the top priority. Um, and then, uh, um, you know, once they've got that stabilised and, and uh, um, you know, they can start looking, yeah. looking ahead. The one thing, of course, both from a, a, a purely financial point of view and from a PR point of view is that get the Gaming International or the, the new owners of the club cannot afford is, is to take a failed football club or a failing football club into a new stadium complex. And secondly, if they're seen to be failing at Torquay United as in running the football club and taking it forward, how does that fit with yeah. trying to sell the idea of a, a, a new complex or where, where and whenever it is to the wider public? So the stakes are pretty high for them as well, well as for Torquay United. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you and I were thinking of, of, of trying to do this, 
we're all in, well, how on earth can we sell the idea to Torbay Council and the wider electorate that we are the people to build this new, you know, leisure and sports complex, all singing, all dancing, when we can't even get the club into the top half of the conference or, or into the playoffs? You know, that, that has got to be, you know, the priority. They have, let's face it, bought Torbay United Football Club. They haven't yeah. bought, it's, you know, it's no. not the Salvation Army, or, or, or with all due respect to them. But do you know what I mean? And, and, it, and it's been it's been quite a good deal as well, hasn't it? You know, for them, for them. Well, we, yeah. do, we we we've just said that, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, it's a great price. The difference is, is buying the club is one thing. There's plenty of people around who could probably have cobbled together the money that that sort of money to actually acquire the club. The problem is, is running it yeah. and funding yeah. it and, and, and pushing it forward. We're talking about a club that was in such desperate financial trouble that the, the administration was a real possibility. Um, well, they, that would have been catastrophic, that, wouldn't it? He yeah. said it was, it was yeah. one way or the other. In, it, the end. in the end, he said it came down to that. And who, who's at the wheel at the moment? Who's the, the, um, the, the chairman at the moment? Uh, well, Dave Phillips is, is overseeing the thing at the yeah. moment. I, I understand that gaming into that, that uh, there will be staff coming down mm-hmm. next week. Uh, um, we'll, we'll sort of see how they... I mean, I think it needs a pretty immediate sort of yeah. uh, grabbing hold of, if that's, <laughs> if that's the right, right, right phrase, because the, the infrastructure of the club has been run down to quite a serious point, and it, and it needs... a. You know, yeah. It needs a bit of oomph and, and um, fresh inspiration. And you th- you reckon that was that's the seventh takeover that you've seen in your um, th- in I your one or two years <laughs> following Talking United? <laughs> yes, about yeah, seven. Well, seven no, 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 nothing to do with it. Well, you made the point, Rich, that you Doesn't thought that only, only seven. Yeah, you thought absolutely. it was uh, might be more than that. Yeah. On that bombshell, as they say on a much better known programme than this, we'll, uh, we'll break for half-time. Back in the second half, looking ahead to a big game on Boxing Day and more on the takeover. Don't go away.